The Everything Apartments podcast is provided with support from the Apartment Association of Greater Los Angeles, better known as AGLA, serving residential landlords throughout Southern California through education and advocacy. Visit aagla.org. Welcome to the Everything Apartments podcast. I'm your host, Eric Christopher, and on this podcast, we cover all topics of multifamily investments from buying and financing properties, day-to-day operations and management, and also reinvestment strategies, which we'll be talking about today. Today, we're going to talk about buying apartments here in Long Beach. Some of us have a building or two and really aren't looking to expand while others buy a building here and there during, say, a downturn over their investing careers. And then uh, another group is really in the business to hunt for value. They're buying and selling properties all the time. For the latter two groups, this episode is really made for you. And if you're thinking of buying soon, we have a market developing in front of us that will be conducive to, say, some more flexible pricing than maybe we're used to over the last eight or 10 years. I'm going to demonstrate how I can help you better than anyone in this market based on the information I keep about what's going on. Now, if you're like me, you get lots of broker emails with their listings on them. You know, it's a broker's job to make his or her listing look as good as possible in the market. No harm there. They're doing their job. But when you get that pitch call or that email blast and you say, wow, that's kind of an interesting looking property. How do you know where that property fits into the universe? And the answer is you usually don't, but I've built a tool that will absolutely positively help you make a better buying decision. But first, I'll tell you about our firm, WSC Realty Advisors and WSC Property Management. WSC has been helping buyers and sellers and managing properties in Long Beach for over 16 years. Let's say you're tired of managing your own property or you're just not getting the results that you want from the current manager you have. We can definitely help you. WSC never wants to be the biggest firm in Long Beach. Instead, we stay smaller and more agile to bring you the quality that you want. We can also help you if you're looking to acquire more units, which is exactly what we're talking about today, or maybe an exchange scenario here or out of state. Visit WSC-PM, call, text, or email us. All that information is in the show notes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, it's obviously right over my shoulder. Mention the Everything Apartments podcast and get your first two months of management absolutely free. Whatever your challenge with your property, WSC has a solution. So back in 2010, after being in the business for a a couple of years, I decided I wanted to track the apartment market here in Long Beach better than anyone. So I started then and I continue that process ever since. Here's a disclaimer before we get started. The information we'll take a look at here today has been widely publicized using different sources. Uh, Let's say a listing broker sends out a flyer or it's uploaded onto a website. We generally accept this preliminary data as accurate, but WSC Realty Advisors, Inc. in no way warrants or guarantees the information. Furthermore, none of the information you see here today represents a solicitation to buy real estate. If information you see today or in the future seems to match your needs or desires, I encourage you to examine more in-depth information about any property, execute a thorough due diligence process, perhaps utilizing licensed experts prior to making any buying decision. Uh, This is for informational purposes only. Now that we have that out of the way, let's dig into it. Now, what you see on your screen now is the latest, most greatest and improved version of how I track the market. I started back in 2010 with a relatively simple database, looks similar to this one, 
And then a few years after I added three and four unit product, some of my clients show interest in that product type as well. So I started with a pretty simple spreadsheet with basic information. But in the last 13 years, I put in well over a thousand hours upgrading and refining this information in a way that nobody else does. On that note, this episode is probably the most visual of any I've done. So if you're listening to this episode on a podcast platform, please, please go back and check out the YouTube version because this will make a lot more sense on how we can help you as a buyer. What you're seeing on the screen now is where all the information is housed. And basically, these are all the properties currently on the market in Long Beach from three units and up. And I source those from every possible place I can. I get a lot of broker emails with their listings in them, different websites, et cetera. And then what I do is I get up each and every Saturday, real nice and early, grab a cup of coffee and go out and look at all the brand new listings that came on that mar- on the market from the week previous. Now, I grade the building curb appeal from A to C. And I also do the same thing for the location. I analyze the surroundings, what's near it, how dense is it, is there parking on site, just kind of the general condition. And I do that for the area. What's the retail look like? Uh, or is there a lot of uh, abandoned furniture and kind of sketchy looking people walking around? Or is it in a nicer part of town? I grade all of that stuff on an A to C basis for both. And then what's the crime rating in the specific block where it's located? The city of Long Beach reports on crime frequency or basically calls for police service in about a two to three square block grid across the whole city. So you really can determine the crime trend of what's going on right in the little neck of the woods or where one of these buildings is listed. Wouldn't it be nice to know how the crime is trending around a property you might be interested to buy? Or maybe one you're considering selling. Maybe you have a couple buildings and you want to offload some of the responsibility well, hey, this one's got a substantially higher crime rate than these other two makes the decision a little easier. Or let's say you have a specific area where you own now and have had success, let's say a zip code that you kind of favor. Uh, Buying in that same zip code would be very comfortable for you. Uh, But how much should you pay? You've got this one listing, maybe a broker sent you, but there's probably two or three others in that same zip code. And I've got the price and rent trends built right into this spreadsheet Uh, Again, there may be more than one you could look at. I have a client I've closed a few transactions with who looks primarily at price per square foot to pursue a property. So I have the ability to pull up the five lowest per square foot offerings in the zip code that he likes. So what I've done with the click of a button is I've sorted off all the listings, three units and greater in the 90804 zip code. And as you can see on the right column, I know it's a little tough to see, but on the right column, it basically ranks them in price per square foot, ranging from lowest to highest. Then I have another client that really is hot on price per unit. So with another click of a button, I can rank the same group of properties ranked lowest to highest on the price per unit. So let's go through one of these records. Now, this is where it's housed. Now, I'll show you how I present it to you in a minute, but you can see on the far left corner, I've ranked the property A, B, C. I've ranked the location. Here's the list date, obviously, address and uh, you know location, number of units, a little cheater to tell me what is most heavy in unit uh, size-wise. So ones, it's 50% or more ones, studios, two bedrooms, et cetera, year built, rentable square feet. 
If I divide that by the number of units, I kind of get a rough idea on how big the units are. I've got other buyers that are really looking for the larger size units. And you can see a couple here that are, you know, averaging out 10,000 plus square feet. Now, we don't actually know that sitting here, but it gives you a pretty good idea on dividing the rentable square foot out by the, the uh, number of units. The original list price, and this is a good one, original list price and then the current list price. Now, some of these will say zero. But what I've tallied out here is the erosion. For example, this property started at uh, $2,695,000. It's now down to $2,495,000. That represents a 7% erosion off of the list price. Uh, gross scheduled income. Sometimes I have to put that together based on the rents that I hear from an owner. Those are all in my notes, and I kind of touchy-feel my way through that. We develop a GRM based on that. Uh, obviously, cap rate is an estimate. So that's definitely the most probably estimated number that we have here, but it still gives you a barometer to look at. Price per unit, price per square foot, and then uh, kind of rounding out the information, uh, how many days on the market has it sat there? We are seeing things sit on the market a little longer right now. It's actually a summation of what kind of units there are, 16 ones, 10 studios, et cetera, going all the way down. What's their rent per square foot? Not hard to do to take the total gross income of the building, divide it by the rent rentable square foot, and there you have a dollar figure to compare uh, what the rental income stream's looking like. And just a quick note on at the bottom of this thing, I, I kind of average and summate everything out based on the zip code, and I'll show you how data moves into the usable area for you. So obviously, as things are in the market, a lot of them go into escrow and subsequently close. Some of them either kind of sit and then disappear as an expired listing. But I keep track of what's gone into escrow and sold as well. This sheet that I'm showing you now looks very similar to the first one, but this is all closed and in escrow properties. So again, I parse that out by zip code, by age of building, six ways to Sunday, really. And then I'm able to communicate that information in graphic form to you. So what does this all mean to you? What I can do is I can show you a trend of all different types graphically. And what we have here, we've kind of switched over to the 90802. I think this is the model I'm using for the rest of the zip codes. And this is one is uh, tuned up and, and really ready to roll. I've got volume of sales. If you can see, goes back even to 2016 tells you how many sales per year was going on with that and what age group the buildings were. And then I, I like to track the rolling six-month period. So no matter where we are in the year, I have a look back on the last six months to try to pick up a price trend that may be developing. So I basically track the sales, rolling six months, which right about now sort of still equals 2023 because we're just one month past the uh, middle of the year, and then the on-markets. And then what I do with that data? Well, what we've got here is sales by quarter, maybe not quite as important as on a citywide basis. We look at the sales volume maybe across the city is a good barometer because there's enough sales to take a look at a trend. As you can see, I'm doing this by quarter on the citywide basis. And you can kind of see that you're, we're, we're moving downward a little bit on quarterly sales. The volume is slowing down some. And here's an interesting observation I made. If you look on this next chart, and the, I got this rearranged just a little bit, but the lighter blue is the five plus unit and the darker blue, is, or the more dodger blue, if you will, is the three to four units. And you can look at the price differential between the, the three to four unit product 
seems like it's always running ahead. Obviously, in the on-market sector, it's a little uh, backwards, but we've always kind of had this intuition that the three to four unit product runs a little higher uh, based on a bigger buyer pool and people that want to actually buy one of those places to live in them. And we don't really see that ever with five plus, but there's the dichotomy between a three and four unit price point and a five plus unit price point. Now here's a GRM trend, the gross rent multiplier trend. So you can see that I basically got it running back years. And what is that? How many dollars of, of sale price will you pay for the income that's in place there? Uh, kind of had an outlier year in 2022, but you can kind of see a rough trend that's kind of maintained itself. Now, we are only into about the eighth month or so of the year. So obviously, we've got a good portion of this year for things to develop. I do feel like with higher interest rates that we may see a bit of a parring back on some of these metrics. So now I'm going to show you how I present this information to you. So let's say, you know, using whatever zip code that you want to use, we narrow down a set of, of candidate properties to you. Uh, there's a great chance you'll be seeing some of these popping through. Basically, I take the information that you saw in the table and just kind of refine it out to make it a little easier for somebody like yourself to, to look at. So this happens to be 280 Orizaba, great part of town, great little triplex, uh, rentable square foot, lot size, curb rating was A, and the area rating was, let's say, an A minus, a little bit of subjectiveness there, but uh, overall, you can compare those pretty well. Here's your unit mix, one three-bedroom, one two-bedroom, and one one-bedroom. It's on the market. It's been on the market, at least at the time I created this example, about 45 days. They started at uh, $1,890,000. They subsequently lowered the price, erosion of about 5%. This property actually had disappeared off the market without having been closed. But here we compare the market price per square foot on the recent comps. There's a little text here you can't really see, but market metrics use six-month rolling average for the same zip code. So this one looked as though it was priced at a per square foot price, a little less than the market. Uh, here's your price per unit. And here going back to the rents per square foot, I've got a market rent per square foot of just under two bucks. They're pulling uh, 219. So nothing looking kind of out of whack there. Cap rate estimates and your unit mix along with the rents that are being reported. And then the parking. Uh, there's three garages on this property. And then if I have some observations that are worth sharing, I'll kind of tell you why it's hot. This one has an excellent location, really great curb appeal. Uh, they had some upgrades in the units that were done, and this had a laundry in each unit, which is kind of rare for an old building. One of the things I also assess is what I call the deliverability of the product. Now, if I see a, a pro broker who's doing deals all over Long Beach all the time, that's a plus. Uh, People I've worked with, I know most of these folks and have done a lot of deals with uh, the, the bigger name pros out in Long Beach. Or is it somebody who I haven't heard of? It doesn't really mean anything. It's just that on the one hand, if I've known the person and done some property sales with them, that may be a little higher probability. Same goes with the owner. I know a lot of the owners in the five plus product. And if I see an owner that I maybe worked with or have had extensive conversations with, that may lead me to believe it's more or less deliverable than maybe somebody that I don't know. So that's just something I also kind of analyze and keep an eye on as well. Now, another way this information can help you, especially on the sales that have occurred already, is when we value your building for a potential sale of yours, 
Here's an example of a comparable sales set that I just did a couple of weeks ago. What I do is I'm very diligent about selecting comparable properties, similar zip codes, similar age and size to yours. I'm not one of these brokers that puts a pie in the sky estimate in your way where the thing's going to sit on the market forever because you're using comps that aren't apples to apples. So I'm very diligent about selecting comps. So this particular property that I valued and I did pull the address off, I've got uh, nine comparables. Obviously, uh, five of them are closed. Uh, one's in, in escrow. UC means under contract. And then there's four others that are, are on the market. Kind of comparison contrast to the subject property that you have. Uh, here's a little more in-depth detail on each one of them. And then graphically, we can portray the GRMs that are prevailing right now, along with cost per unit and cost per square foot. So it's a it's a great way to get a sense of what your building's worth. When I come back to you, sit down and talk about sale price, and you're going to naturally wonder why it's not higher. You're a seller at this point that I'm going to show you some like-kind properties from my own database that represent a plausible window for where yours would land. As you can see with what I've done here, I think I've tracked this market better and more thoroughly than anybody else out there. And if you're coming up to a point in time where you want to place some capital in this market, or maybe you're going to do a 1031 exchange out of something else, I think I'm in the best position to help you make a really good buying decision, show you some different properties that meet your needs, and then I'll go to work on crafting an offer for you that would achieve the highest value that you could get out of the market. As always, I do welcome your questions via email or text. And I'm a data geek, so I'm glad to talk with you about this stuff all day. But in the end, it's all about helping you achieve your goals. And I look forward to talking to you about your needs. This has been the Everything Apartments podcast. I'm your host, Eric Christopher. And stay tuned for another episode coming soon.